Hi guys, this is Andrew with headphones.com. Welcome to the headphone show. And today we're going to talk about the Odyssey LCD X. Now this is a headphone that's been around for a while. This is a planar magnetic over ear open back headphone. And this one comes in right at around $1,200. So it's a flagship headphone. And I think that there's not really that many other headphones that are around this price. And so I think it's worth taking a look at in 2020 to see if it's worth the price increase from other headphones that have come down in price like the Hi-Fi Man Nananda, which is now at around $700. So let's take a look. Just like with my other reviews, we'll go through the checklist and talk about build quality, design and comfort. We'll talk about detail retrieval, speed and dynamics, soundstage and imaging and timbre. Then we'll talk about tonality and frequency response, give a couple comparisons, and then I'll ultimately decide whether or not it's worth it. But I also want to let you know that there is the Odyssey Reveal Plus EQ DSP that they have available. And I'll show you guys how to do that if you guys stick around to the end of the video, because it is definitely worth doing. If anybody's wondering what this is, this is the Earman TR amp, sort of a portable DAC amp combo, and it's easily enough power to drive the LCD-X because the LCD-X is actually fairly efficient. It doesn't take a ton of power. Now it does scale with other amplifiers. I did run this balanced off my Kyan HA6, but it's not something that really requires a ton of power. I think these are also targeted at you know music creators as well, and so you know they have a wide range of different sources that they're going to be using their equipment from, and having it be fairly efficient allows for that. In any case, let's look at build quality, design, and comfort. I'm just going to move this out of the way. The Odyssey LCD X is a typical Odyssey LCD headphone in terms of its look and feel. The build quality here is fantastic. I think it's almost too good. There's quite a bit of metal on the frame and everything. And unfortunately, that also means that it's over 600 grams. This is over 635 grams, I think. Uh, but the comfort is actually not the worst. This I find this actually to be more comfortable than the LCD4, the flagship. So I didn't have as much of a problem wearing this for the majority of the day. However, if you sit upright at your desk for work or something like that, and that's your primary use for headphones, uh, I think this may be a little bit too heavy, you know, to get you through the whole day. It's probably best suited for, you know, several hours at a time uh, because your neck does start to notice it after a while, at least mine does. I gotta say, I really like this headband design and the yokes do extend reasonably well. The pads are massive and they have this sort of memory foam feel to them. Uh, when I put it on, I find that yeah, it's, it's definitely too heavy, but I don't think there's anything really wrong with the rest of the comfort. So if you're okay with a heavy headphone, this might not be a problem. But for me, because of the weight, I don't think headphones should be over 500 grams or you know around there. Uh, so because of the weight here, uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, one thing to note though, the cable for this, and in fact, all Odyssey headphones is awesome. Um, they're not microphonic at all. They're tangle-free. They're reasonably light. Not the lightest, but they're easy to use. And yeah, gotta love the Odyssey cables. They're one of the few companies that absolutely nails the cable design. Let's talk about technical performance. Keep in mind that this is a planar magnetic headphone. And if anybody's wondering how planar magnetic headphones work and the difference between them and dynamic driver headphones, I'll leave a link in the description where you can see uh, how I characterize the difference there. For detail retrieval, the LCD-X is excellent. Uh, I've said this before about a lot of headphones that are in this price range, and I really think that once you get into the twelve to fifteen hundred dollar plus price range, you start to see some detail retrieval improvements that are noticeably better than the mid-level stuff like the Hi-Fi Man Sundara. I was actually comparing the LCD X to the Ananda, and then also to the Sundara. 
I didn't find there to be a huge improvement over the Ananda. I think it's very minor if it's there, but there was a more noticeable difference over the Sindara for detail retrieval uh, between that and, and the LCDX than there was between the Sindara and the Ananda. So that's what leads me to think that there is a better sense of image clarity, textural nuance, structural definition for the images. You guys know this is how I define detail retrieval uh, for the LCDX. Um, now, I don't think it's on the level as the crazy high-end flagships, uh, like the LCD-4 and whatnot. It's clearly a step down from that. Uh, but I think, you know, for the price point that this sits at, around $1,200, I think it's fairly appropriate for detail retrieval where it's at. And so while it's not a big step up from the Hi-Fi Ananda, which comes in, again, at $700, it's a lot cheaper, it's still... Uh, uh, better than anything else that's around this price point. And I think it competes with headphones that are more expensive than it as well when it comes to detailed retrieval. So I'm gonna give it a nine out of 10. For speed and dynamics, yeah, again, this has the planar speed that we all love. It's the reason why we're into planars. It has that tightness, that crisp quality, the plucked character that I really love about planar magnetic headphones. Uh, and then also with the LCD-X, you do get a decent amount of slam and punch. A lot of modern planar magnetic headphones don't have that quality all that much. Uh, because they're, you know, doing work to try and get the weight down and, you know, they're using single-sided arrays and whatnot. And talking to Odyssey's CEO, Sankar, I actually learned that a lot of it also has to do with the way that the pads seal around your ear. And this is potentially one of the reasons why some of those Hi-Fi Man headphones that have the sort of elongated cup like the Ananda and the Aria and all those, it's likely that's one of the reasons why they don't have that much punch and slam. And it's because the pad goes so far down that it doesn't really create a seal around your ear. Whereas with these ones, they definitely do. So there's definitely a step up from the Ananda uh, when it comes to punch and slam. So I'm gonna give Speed and Dynamics a nine out of 10. It's not the punchiest, it's not like some of those dynamic driver headphones like the Focal Clear, but it's definitely pretty good for a modern day planar. Um, but again, I guess it's more of a traditional design, so I don't know if you want to call this modern day. In any case, for soundstage and imaging, I find that the LCD-X is also pretty good. Not as open sounding as the Ananda, but I think that for its overall stage width, it's pretty similar. Um, and the stage depth is also good here. Uh, its center image is a little bit pulled towards me, uh, but lateral definition is good. Front left and front right are both pretty darn good for this as well. Um, so I don't really have anything to complain about for the stage. It just sounds a little bit more closed in than the Ananda. The Ananda sounds a little bit more kind of open and effortless in its openness, whereas this is a little bit more of an intimate presentation, but it's nowhere near as bad as like those HD6XX and you know, the, those for soundstage. It's not that super claustrophobic tight kind of sound. It's, it's definitely a little bit more spread out than that. So, and I'd even say it's a step up over the Hi-Fi Man Sundara for, uh, for soundstage. So not the best and not the worst for soundstage and imaging, I'm gonna give this an eight out of 10. And for timbre, that's actually a bit of an interesting question with this headphone because when you just you know put it on out of the box and listen to it without adding the reveal plus or anything like that, uh, the timbre here is a little bit wonky, but I think that's partially, or in fact, in large part due to the tonality and frequency response that it has. Uh, when you do use the reveal plus, I find that the timbre sounds a little bit more normal um, it, it doesn't sound as you know compressed and congested, which we'll talk about why. But uh, I think for the timbre here, this sounds like most other planar magnetic headphones out there. Um, maybe not quite as nice as the higher end ones from Odyssey. Those ones have a little bit more of a natural sounding timbre. And so for timbre, I'm gonna give this an eight out of 10. Okay, so let's talk about frequency response and tonality. Unfortunately, I am not able to measure this headphone on my mini DSP ears rig. Yes, that's not an industry standard system, but um, with this headphone in particular, 
it is completely unusable because the area between three and 5K Hertz is completely ignored by that rig and this headphone. And the way that I was able to test this was when I did add the Reveal Plus EQ preset, or even if I did some just manual EQ, it would change the frequency response in some areas, but it wouldn't change it in that specific region. Um, and so I think that that rig kind of just ignores that region specifically for this headphone. So it's a little bit all over the place there and I don't want to mislead anybody so I'm just not going to post those measurements. I think in the future with a proper measurement rig I may uh, add them to the written review which is going to be linked in the description as well. So you guys can come back for that but at the moment I don't think it's fair to measure this on the Mini DSP Ears rig because it's just not accurate at all. In any case the LCD-X has good bass extension. It's, it doesn't roll off or anything but don't take that to mean that this has lots of bass because it actually sits lower than the Harman shelf, quite a bit lower than the Harman shelf. Um, and so, you know, if you're expecting, you know, an Odyssey bass kind of headphone with lots of bass and a warmer tilt there, it's not this headphone. This is a much more kind of linear, let's say classically audiophile kind of bass or ideal for, you know, serious audiophile music. Um, and it doesn't really follow the consumer preference curve quite as strongly. Moving up into the mid-range, things are fairly normal, but there's a little bit of an emphasis there at around 1K Hertz, and this causes a little bit of a sort of a congested sound. And then after that, it, it just like takes a nosedive. It just cuts out, you know, so much of the upper mid-range that it kind of makes that little emphasis there around 1K Hertz a little bit more noticeable. And this, again, makes it sound a little bit compressed and congested. And then after the upper mid-range, moving into the treble, uh, there's no sibilance in the consonant range at like 8.5k hertz. There's no weird peaks at 6k hertz. Uh, and then above, you know, the consonant range at around 10k hertz and up, uh, this doesn't sound out of balance either. It's just that it sounds a little, the whole treble range is a little bit aggressive as a result of the dip that happens in the upper mid-range. Um, and so it has this weird kind of hollow yet congested and compressed sound overall as well. You know, the one really nice thing about this headphone's frequency response is the treble extension, like the air quality above the consonant range, above 10K Hertz, is really good. I actually think that it's better than that of the Ananda, but the Ananda's treble overall is a little bit more smooth. But yeah, I didn't have any issues with ringing at 12K or 14K or anything like that on this one. Uh, this one sounded pretty darn uh, appropriate and balanced for the rest of the treble there, so no problem with that. It's just that up, weird upper mid-range cut and then the you know slight congestion and compression that happens before that that was really throwing this off for me. But the nice thing about buying an Odyssey headphone is the Reveal Plus system. Now you can use this in Rune and you can use this with other equalizer software. I use Equalizer APO. So when you do enable Reveal Plus, you get a little bit more bass energy there. Uh, you get about 5 dB uh, of energy there in the upper mid-range or close to it. And then you get a little bit more energy there in the treble as well. But the emphasis there in the upper mid-range that Reveal Plus gives you with this headphone is welcome, it's necessary in my opinion. You could of course do this manually, but I know a lot of you guys out there don't like to do EQ. The nice thing with Odyssey headphones is that, you know, you have that preset there available to you so you don't need to mess with anything. You don't need to go through the process. You can literally just turn it on and then it works for you. Now, I do find that with the Reveal Plus EQ, it brings back the upper mid-range. It's a little bit more normal sounding. It's a lot more normal sounding actually, and you don't have it be compressed and congested sounding. And so when that's enabled, it sounds more like a classically neutral kind of sound signature. But at the same time, I also think that even when you do use Reveal Plus, 
Uh, it's a little bit on the conservative side for the upper mid-range. So for frequency response and tonality without Reveal Plus, I'm gonna give this a 6.5 out of 10. But then of course you do have that available to you and when you enable it, I'm gonna give that frequency response that you end up with, I'm gonna give that an 8.5 out of 10. It's maybe not my perfect tonality, but it's I think it's pretty darn good when you do enable Reveal Plus. Okay, so let's talk about comparisons. And I've been talking about the Ananda throughout this, and I think that's probably the most interesting comparison, even though yes, I'm aware this is about $500 more expensive now that the Hi-Fi-Man Ananda is on sale for $700. And I think the difference is as follows. Obviously with the Ananda, it's a much lighter headphone, so that on its own is a big deal. But in general, the Ananda has a little bit more of a softer, more refined presentation. It's a little bit more, let's say, classically U-shaped with a bit more bass energy. Um, and then it's got a little bit more energy there for the consonant range in the treble. But at the same time, that treble is a little bit softer. Whereas with the uh, LCD-X, the treble is a little bit more aggressive. But I don't think in a bad way. I don't think it's grainy. It's just the way that it comes across with the extra extension there above the consonant range at 10K, 12K, etc. And then for its technicalities, yeah, I think this is just ever so slightly better for detail retrieval. It's very close, but yeah, I give the edge to the LCD-X and then also for the dynamic punch and slam and impact, the Ananda has very little of that. <laughs> it's only in the super sub bass that you get a little bit of it there. Uh, and then with the LCD-X, yeah, you do get a decent amount of slam and punch for this headphone as well. So, you know, anything using uh, bass frequencies, uh, especially after using Reveal Plus comes across in a very fun way on this headphone that maybe the Ananda is missing. The Ananda wins on smoothness, frequency response, and soundstage, whereas the LCD-X wins slightly on detail retrieval and on punch and slam, as well as a little bit better uh, treble extension above the consonant range. Compared to the Focal Clear, that's a dynamic driver headphone, and actually a lot of people ask me to compare these two because they do fall in a similar price range Sometimes. <laughs> the Clear is normally, I think, a little bit more expensive than this. The Focal Clear is a much more normal headphone, and normal in every way. It's a dynamic driver, it's more comfortable, it's lighter, uh, whereas the LCD-X, it's like, it, it is a, it's an activity when you put this on. <laughs> uh, but with the Focal Clear, it also has a bit better punch and slam, as I mentioned. It's got a much more normal and agreeable frequency response. Um, again, it's a, got a little bit more bass energy there, uh, and then also the overall tonality is a little bit more agreeable. It's a little bit more, again, I say normal, but let's say classically neutral sounding. Um, but then at the same time, yeah, the LCD-X has a better, much better soundstage there. It's a little, it's a lot more, uh, a lot wider and larger of a presentation, whereas the Focal Clear is a little bit more forward and towards you. I also think that, you know, the planar image clarity and, and, and image separation and all those qualities, I do appreciate that about the LCD-X and I like that better. So really in my mind, it's just a trade-off. I don't really think one is categorically better than the other. I just think that it comes down to which qualities you're looking for. And I know you guys are probably gonna ask me how this compares to the Hi-Fi Man Aria. Yeah, the Aria has a more agreeable frequency response without EQ, but I do still think it's got a bit too much energy there at around like five or six K Hertz. Uh, so I still would like to EQ that one. Uh, for technical performance, yeah, the Aria's got a much more spacious presentation, more depth to it, uh, more open sounding, but the LCD-X still has better slam and impact than the Aria. For detail retrieval, I think it's pretty darn close. I think maybe the Aria, but again, it has a more sort of refined and kind of softer presentation, whereas the LCD-X is a more of a, yeah, like visceral kind of, kind of thing, uh, an intense kind of sound. 
So, yeah, I, I think I would probably end up gravitating more towards the Aria, but if you really want that punch and slam characteristic, I think the LCD X is probably the way to go. Now, I've talked a lot about the Reveal Plus, so before giving my conclusion, I'm going to show you guys how to enable Reveal Plus. If any of you guys owns one of these LCD X headphones and you're wondering, okay, how do I do this thing? There's a couple of ways, so let's get into that next. Okay, so in order to do this using Equalizer APO, you're going to need to navigate to the Equalizer APO editor. That's not the PCUI that you may be used to seeing with Equalizer APO. PCUI is literally a user interface for the Equalizer APO uh, configurator. So what you're going to do is you're going to toggle this off if you have it enabled. And then you're going to need to add the Reveal Plus plugin. Now you download this from the Odyssey website. Once it's installed, uh, you just need to add it here into the Equalizer APO editor. Um, once you've got the plugin here, you need to still navigate to the individual VST. Uh, I've already got it set up here. Uh, this may be your program path, but uh, as it is for mine, but it may also be a little bit different. Um, but you're going to add that to the Equalizer APO configurator. And then now you're still not done though, because you see how this changed. This is the change for a different headphone. This is not necessarily the LCD X. I think this is actually the EL8 titanium. So you're gonna open up the panel. Yeah, it is the EL8 uh, titanium. Um, and you're gonna navigate down to the LCD X. And of course, as you can see, this is this Reveal Plus panel has all the different presets for all the different Odyssey headphones here, or most of them at least. So you're gonna select LCD X and then you're gonna hit apply and you'll notice how this changed. Now you can mess with these dials however much you want. Um, the only thing that I really do is I make the gain a little bit lower. Notice how the peak gain here is 3 dB and that's basically the red line here and then this piece of red and then this piece of red showing you that you know it's over what the default would be and this could potentially lead to clipping. So you just wanna reduce that by more than what this amount here shows. So I've got it here at negative 4.8, hit apply and then it looks like that. Keep in mind that this graph here is showing 10 dB intervals right now. Uh, so this might not look like a huge adjustment, but it actually is fairly substantial. You can scale this however you want to as well. Um, but that's essentially all you need to do if you want to use Equalizer APO in order to get Reveal Plus working for the LCD X or any other Odyssey headphone. Uh, just make sure that when you do enable it that you uh, specify which Odyssey headphone you are using. There's another way to do this as well. If you have Rune, you can uh, enable it in here. Uh, with this, it's a little bit easier. Uh, basically, what you're going to do here is you're going to uh, take a look at the signal path. You're going to select the DSP, and then you're going to go into here and see all of your filters. I can pause this now. Uh, this is where you add all the filters. You can add parametric EQ and other filters as well if you want to, but uh, you're going to select the Odyssey presets, and these, as far as I understand, are built in with Rune. So when you first load this up, this might be actually disabled, so you need to enable it, and the way that you check and make sure that it's actually functioning is you can check on, click on the signal path again, and it should tell you right here that this is enabled, and the signal path says enhanced. Now, the one thing to keep in mind when you're doing it this way is that this is not system-wide, this is only in Rune, so it won't be applied to everything else like you know YouTube or whatever else that you might be using for an audio uh, source. Okay, so in conclusion, do I recommend the Odyssey LCD X? Well, this is a headphone where I think there are two knocks against it. The first is, of course, the weight. Uh, 635 grams is just too heavy. I'm sure there's folks out there who have no problem with that kind of weight, and I do find this to be more tolerable than other you know heavy Odyssey headphones that I've worn in the past. Uh, so, you know, I was actually able to get through a full day of wearing this in spite of the fact that I'm a bit of a necklet. <laughs> 
And the other knock against the LCD-X is its frequency response and tonality, which of course Odyssey is able to remedy with the Reveal Plus plugin that we just talked about. Now, if you're the kind of person who's okay with doing the Reveal Plus stuff or just doing a bit of EQ yourself, yeah, I recommend this. This is gonna be a really good sounding headphone. Its technicalities, I think, are worth the price increase over headphones like the LCD2 or even the Hi-Fi Man Ananda, as long as you're willing to do that preset or a little bit of EQ and you're okay with it being a heavy headphone. So I'm gonna give you guys two scores here. Again, one without the Reveal Plus DSP and one with Reveal Plus. Without Reveal Plus, I'm gonna give it a 7.8 out of 10. I think it's just got too many knocks against it with its frequency response and tonality. Uh, but with Reveal Plus, uh, yeah, this is a great sounding headphone and I'm gonna give this an 8.4 out of 10. Remember that with my scores here, these are weighted and they're also based on price. So if you have different requirements from what I do, if you care about different things, you may score this a little bit differently. Anyways, that does it for this video. If you guys like what I'm doing here, consider subscribing and I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye for now.